you don't have to be a millennial to be socially savvy. We believe anyone can join Generation Social Media, and your journey starts now. This is the Generation Social Media Podcast by Chatterkick. What's up, guys? We're back with another episode of the podcast. I'm Kelsey Martin, and today I have Bree with me. Hi, everybody. So we are going to talk about, I feel like every time we've talked about a tool, I say this setup, so maybe it's really not that genuine, but um, one of my favorite creeper tools to use both like as a business and as an individual, um, we're going to be talking about Facebook page transparency tool um, and ways that you can use it as a business to see what your competitors are doing and running ads and how they have their Facebook page set up. And really any business. You can use it for any business. I feel like every time I'm here with you on the podcast, we're talking about some sort of semi-creepy thing that has to do with Facebook. Yeah, it might just really be like we're just a natural fit for just being like ultimate creepers. But I will say I use this tool now every day. And I've brought it up a couple of times with like in settings of families and friends. And not a lot of people know about it. It's been around for a couple of years. But... People don't really know it exists, and we're going to really dive into the the depths of this tool and how I would use it as a business. Yeah, because there's a lot of ways to look at this tool also as a person if you want to like make sure somebody's being authentic, but there's also ways to look at competitors or look at other people in your area or somebody you want to emulate, like how are they doing it? For sure. Okay, so let's let's jump into this. So it's called the Facebook page transparency tool. Uh, if you're on your phone, grab your phone or grab your desktop that you carry around or your laptop. <laughs> <laughs> what, whatever uh, app that you use to get to Facebook. So as you go to any Facebook page, if you scroll down, it's called it's called Facebook page transparency. Brie has her mobile phone pulled up. So yep. where how like far down? What's it under or what's it between on the mobile app? So it is you gotta go past like if they have a shop area or like they're about, and then it's actually before any of their like related pages and videos. So it's only like two modules like two widgets down so it's going like above it is the about section about section below it is related pages yes so if you're on the desktop view when you go to the page it's over there's kind of two columns going on it's over on the left column kind of same spot that brie was talking about it's right above related pages so this facebook page transparency module um i'm just gonna like read their description on this but facebook is showing you uh information to help you better understand the purpose of a page see actions taken by the people who manage the page and post content so right off the bat you can see when the page was created and the page manager location is that the same thing you see on mobile yeah so even before opening the module i can see location and page created date Same. and then I just see tap to see all so I want to share this kind of jumping over to the user side of things because I see this all the time if you see like Walt Disney World's giving away resort passes or Jeep's giving away a truck or whatever when you see those giveaways go to their page find this page transparency tool and just look at when the page was created a lot of the times those are fake pages and you can tell because they usually 
don't have posts other than this one giveaway. But also when you go to this page transparency, it probably was set up within like the last 30 days. Right. And also it will not have any of the verification things that when you click into it where Facebook makes you verify if you're a big enough company like Jeep. Right. Right. For sure. So let's let's dive into this tool. Um, and we're really calling this a creeper tool. And you'll see why when we go through just the levels of things that you can see. And then we'll talk about ways you can use this tool as a business. So let's kind of go through what you can see. So like first you can see the page name, yep. right? Um, I'm going to go through like in the desktop version. So okay. you like. I, I will tell a, you if you're wrong yeah, on mobile. <laughs> tell, me, tell me the different setup on mobile. So the page name, the second one is organizations that manage this page. Yep. So this will kind of go through if there's a person or group responsible for the page. Um, sometimes pages don't have this set up yet. Like I'm looking at a local page right now and they haven't had this set up. Some other pages will My, have this set up. And a lot of the times that has to do with their business manager or right. ownership of the page, which we've talked about in a couple of episodes, we'll link. Yeah. And I'm looking at a really large corporation. I'm looking at Etsy. Oh, so fair. theirs is very much set up and you can see that Etsy Inc is responsible for this page. But if you don't go through the Facebook verification process, this area is just like blank. Right. I'm looking at Hawk's Coffee Shop. Okay. Shout out. Uh, just because their post was the first post that I saw on my page. But uh, they don't have any organizations that manage the page yet. Then you can see page history. Yep. So again, that's kind of what we were talking about earlier is like really seeing when the page was created. Mm-hmm. I think in that spot, you can see if the page name has changed. Correct. So that's the area where if like, for a giveaway or for some sort of nefarious like purpose, they changed their name. This would be the area that say like two days ago, this was oh, a different language, a different, yeah, a different, <laughs> a different language. And now it's Jeep. Yeah. So that's one place to look. Um, the next one is people who manage this page, which location or country or region they're located and how many and how many. So Hawks only, ha- I'm really putting them on blast. I love them. We go there a lot. We love going there for trivia. (laughs) But um, they have two page managers and they're both in the U.S. Give me the rundown on like Etsy. I was like, that is not the case for Etsy. Etsy has 31 people who manage the page just in the United States. Six in Slovakia, one in Germany and one in Ireland. Okay. I'm going to assume that that's where they have also like European offices. Right. Two would be kind of my thought process there. Like marketing strategies for sure. And then the last one is my favorite. Yeah. The last (laughs) one is really like, we're going to spend a lot of time in here because (laughs) again, this is like one of the tools that I go and look at every day because I want to, for a myriad of reasons, we're going to get into it. But the last one is ads from this page. So you can actually go to any page on Facebook and see if they're running ads or not. Yeah. You can see the for Etsy, it says this page is currently running ads and this page currently is running ads about social issues, elections, and politics, which is a whole other can of worms right. that we're going to get into with this. Which we've talked about special ad categories in the past. And yep. this is really where Facebook has, face the page transparency feature really came about a couple of years ago when they were having a lot of conversations and dialogue around privacy, transparency, um, the legitimacy of both the pages and the content of the pages, like fake news. And so this feature really popped up, but now there, this kind of opened like the door 
to seeing what any business on Facebook, you can see any ads that they're running on the platforms, Facebook and Instagram. I think yep. their whole network of platforms. Yep. So when you're in this, even on like a page that's not running ads, you can go to the ad library. So how many ads? So click into the ad library. This is where this gets like next level interesting. Correct. So when you open up the ad library, you can see on mobile, you can see that there are currently around 150 results for Etsy for ads. So they're right. 150 or 150,000? 150. They're run, so they're running about 150, 150 ads. ads. Okay. Tell me more. Keep going. Um, what I can see is what's most recently launched. And also I can see some similar regional ads. So Etsy's got a pair, like a France option, a Germany option, and... So you can filter by location. Yeah. So I've got like all their connected pages. And then I can tell that on October 26th, which was yesterday right yep they started a ad that says decorate your mantle for the season and it's like looks like a fall mantle and i can also see that they're doing like a shop now i could report the ad if i want to well don't do that i'm not going to do that it's not offensive or inappropriate (laughs) which are my criteria and I can also get an ad library URL for that ad to send it to somebody else. So that's kind of what I can see on mobile. And I can see that it's running on both Facebook and Instagram. Yeah. So when you go to some of these pages that are running just a significant amount of ads, you can filter by geolocate, like the country, really. I think that's as far down as you can go. Mm-hmm. You can look at whether or not ads are active or not active you can see what platform. So the platforms that pull in here is Facebook, Instagram, Audience Network, and Messenger. Correct. All of those ads pull in here. And you can even look at every individual ad, like the creative, the copy, everything, and see how many impressions it has if it is specifically for, uh, what is it, social issues, elections, or politics. Yes, and you can only do that on desktop. You cannot see that on mobile. Oh, so I have extra special features <laughs> over here than you do. I believe, though, that you can see this. Now I'm looking at a page that's almost exclusively running pol- like political ads, but I think you can see this on all ads, even if it is in a special ad category. So this is like a window into seeing what any business is running for any ads. So yeah. give me like one way you would use this for your business. I would first and foremost look at my main competitors and what they're currently running. That's what I would do first with it because then you know also like what messaging they're <laughs> what doing. What you're running up against. <laughs> well, yeah, you know how, like are they running ads at all? If they're not, okay, cool. Like you're ahead of the game, but also then you know what messaging they're using, like who they're trying to like, grab and if it's the same target audience as you to a certain degree you can see who they're you, targeting you're, I mean, in, you're inferring like by the messaging like if, if it's a like if you're a coffee shop and they're a coffee shop if we're sticking with our hawks analogy mm-hmm. um like you can see if like they're targeting the same group with the type of creative they're doing versus like, right because you're gonna reach different people in different demographics right so you can scroll through and see that every single ad that they're running it, like the variant of all the ads mm-hmm to really like take inspiration from, from a creative, like, do you want to run something that looks like that? Or do you want to really set your tone Mm -hmm. different? One thing that I, that I think it's overlooked when you get in here and you start scrolling through ads, 
you scroll th- through this much like you would if this was a news feed. Yeah. But everybody gets caught on like looking at visuals only. Yeah. When you go to some of these pages, they have like genius copy. Like don't discount the copy. It's some of this is so good. And not that I think that you should just go rip off other people's copy or creative, but draw inspiration from it. I mean, do a fill in the like switch out some of the words, but I think using this as well, the highbrow version would be called market research, but, (laughs) but just as seeing different ways that you can like draw inspiration from your direct competitors, see what verbiage they're using. Can you take some of that and either use it for yourself or go the complete opposite and go the opposite visuals, the opposite. So it looks like you're completely different. Yeah. Because there's that whole thing where it's like, steal like an artist right like you go and you look at something and you draw inspiration from it you're not necessarily copying them but also we see ads all the time that look almost exactly like ads for another company because it's the same concept the same copy the same like attention grabber yeah I mean I I 100% think that the value of these tools is to be original and be yourself and tell your brand story but drawing inspiration for how other people are doing it and developing content ideas that speak to you and speak to your audience. The other thing that you can do, so going in, looking at your direct competitors, the other thing that I guess like I'll take it one step further is looking at regional competitors or even a little bit broader than that, like national people who are in your industry that are leading it nationwide and going looking in, I don't know why, like one of my defaults is to just go look in like Denver, Colorado but I always go and look at either like agencies there or like if our clients, whatever industries there, go look at pages that are in Denver. It's a, it's a higher saturation of population. So I go look there and like see what they're doing. I do that a lot for my non-chatter kick job, which is being a photographer because there are different areas of the country that have more clientele that is something I want to get to right. for the same idea. Right. So looking at your direct competitors, looking at people in your industry in another location. And then the other one that I think is the, the, the biggest level, I guess, that is the most fun is going looking at big brands and getting inspiration from other industries that are unlike yours and figuring out if it interests you, like figure out how you can do that same storytelling technique or that same design technique and bring that into your business. Yeah, absolutely. Because that's where you get into the stealing like an artist kind of thing where you're just like, I like that idea and how to tell our own story in that way. Right. So I think like the ad library in general, super cool to use as a tool for inspiration or market research, if you will. And also for like authentication. Right. Because you can go and look at like, if somebody, if a company is holding up the same standards that you have before you give them their money as well. Right. Now, when we go into these tools sometimes <laughs> as marketers or people who is doing Facebook advertising a lot, and we just had this conversation earlier today, sometimes when we go into different ad, ad libraries, we're like, well, wait a second, that's against the rules. Or like, I can't believe that they got that to go through. We specifically were doing this a couple of months ago with um, a client who was in the healthcare, like pharmacy space. And before we launched this campaign, we went and did research, looked at like similar pharmacies or similar businesses that were running like pharmaceutical ads, made sure that they were getting ads in the space, that they were very similar 
Ooh, that's a vibe. Our <laughs> sign just blinked. You can't see it if you're listening to the audio version. But Halloween this, is in a week. <laughs> yeah, just went next level creepy. Um, but we went and looked at some of the other campaigns and we're like, okay, well, now we can see what other people are doing. Let's like give it a go. And our ads didn't get approved. And right. we had to go through like a full approval process. So sometimes when you get into these, like some people are sliding into the algorithm that you might have different experiences on, but... Don't get too caught up on that. Right. And some of that has to do with like just the right verbiage getting through <laughs> the like the filters or the scrubbers or something like that. Because sometimes I've had ads get approved that I'm like a little afraid are not going to get approved kind of right. thing. And then I've had something I'm like, that isn't even saying that. For sure. Like the it's not there's that whole you can't insinuate a question like that you might know something about someone. Right. And it's like this copy wasn't going in that direction at all. But like okay, fine. Like we'll change it. But that is not always. And also with all the verifications that certain like larger companies have to do, like the, especially in the political sphere and social issues, because all that medical stuff falls into a social issue. Right. If it goes in your body, it's a social issue. So I don't know if you, I mean, I know you knew that we were going to go there, but that was a perfect transition into that special ad category of like page ads about social issues, elections, and politics. And I know everyone at this point is like, please, no, like don't (laughs) talk about it. No, we've heard it enough. But I want everybody to understand that if you go to this Facebook page transparency tool on any business, you can see if they are spending any money in this space of social issues, elections, or politics. And right now it's interesting to go to some of these pages and look and see that they are literally running ads endorsing certain candidates or maybe putting some stories out there that aren't very factual or if they're like very fear inducing you can go and like look at any single business yeah and check out what they're doing so i'm gonna go a little political non-partisan political though. non-partisan political but i i really wanted to see like let's put this into context of like what you really can't see so i'm going to the facebook page transparency tool and i'm gonna start um, where should I start? I'm going to start on Joe Biden's page, right? So I'm going to Facebook page transparency and I'm looking at how many ads he's running, how much money he's spending. Um, so I'm just going to walk through this. So right now, when I pull up his ad library, he's running about 8,200 ads. I think these are all just active ads, right? Yep. I can see that Joe Biden's page from May 7th, 2018 Mm -hmm. to October 25th, 2020 has spent $91 million. Casually. And some change. A lot of change. (laughs) But I'm capping it at 91 million. In the last, recently, uh, by page on ads about social issues, in the last seven days alone, has spent $8.4 million. So of that 91 million, like... Eight of it. 8.4 million, million of it has been spent in the last seven days. So I can- Over two years. <laughs> over two years. Right. Yeah. So I can go through and see every single ad that Joe Biden and this page is running right now. Every single ad that's active. And I can go and see how many impressions every single ad is, is has. And, and it's say, crazy. Hey, you can also see who's running them for the page because that's part of the- Right. Transparency part here is that you can click on that and see the 
corporation, like, like who's yeah. sponsoring, who the corporation is that that is running those ads on behalf of Joe Biden. Right. But since I'm on his page, his is all paid and sponsored by Biden for president. Right. So most of the time they make a corporation themselves to. Right. I think actually on Kamala Harris's page, if I switch over, hers is paid for by the Biden Victory Fund and Biden for presidents. She has a couple of different ones. But before we get to, I don't know, should I go Kamala Harris or go to Donald Trump? Let's go. Let's stay in our uh, the Democratic side and then we'll go and look at. OK, President. Trump so Vice President Pence. Joe Budden or Joe Budden rapper. Let's see what <laughs> let's see what content he's promoting these days. Can he compete with 91 million? I don't know. But um, OK, so Joe Biden was at 91 million for the last two years. Yep. 8.4 million in the last seven days. Mrs. Harris is running 770 ads. Okay. 7.6 million over the last two years. Okay. That's this so is st- just Facebook ads, like, right. by the way. This yes. is, like, wild. And but then... significantly less. Significantly less. Even though she also ran for president this year. Right. And I'm assuming she used the same page, though. Probably. So yeah, there's that. Assumption. But yeah. has only spent a million dollars in the last seven days. I don't really know if that phrase has ever come out of my mouth of like only a million dollars the last seven days. <laughs> so it's interesting, but you can again like go through what ads they're running, what creative they're running. It's really interesting to see just like the different content strategies and also the strat- spending strategy there right. of the how much has been spent in the last week. Obviously, right. with the time this podcast is going to come out, we're very close. We're very close to this the presidential like election. The last couple of days, yeah. So that's not overly surprising that there's like a, a shove, right? There. So between them, we're talking around yeah. ten million, less than ten million in just in one week. Yeah, ten I million should... in a week on one platform. Well, across Facebook, Instagram, Audience Network, Messenger, and what's the content strategy you're seeing across those two? Yeah. I don't know if I really want to get into that. <laughs> Go check it out for yourself. Yes, ma'am. And, and see. It's interesting because it's, I mean, a content stra- content strategy across 8,200 different ads. There's a, there's a lot of different strategies in here. I would, I'm going to guess on both sides of the aisle here, we're going to see a lot of ads that are going to be really targeted location-wise across the United States, like personalized to like, northwest iowa yeah you're not wrong i mean arizona georgia like right. a lot of the on both sides like a lot of this is just like go vote right and they're clearly targeted to i mean just looking at so i'm going to look at just like the top three ads it's go vote in wisconsin go vote in north carolina what is this other one go vote in georgia okay so very much so nailed that nailed it <laughs> okay so then let's go over on to Donald Trump's side. So this is, again, same time frame. So we're talking about the same, yeah, I guess, like, range of, of dates. So has spent $106.6 million on ads. So more, but not, it's, we're not talking $2 million to $100 million. We're talking $91 million. $91 million to $106.6 million. Right. So that's over the course of two years. In the last seven days, five point seven million. So less, less in just the last kind of push on Facebook. So Joe's campaign is 
at 8.4 million in seven days. Mm-hmm. And Donald Trump's campaign is at 5.7 million in the last seven days. So a slightly different strategy there. Yeah, it's interesting. A lot of their ads, though, are very similar. I have a theory that all political ads have to use, like, old font, <laughs> red, white, and blue colors. and it's like, like Babis new. Right. Like <laughs> but, like, it, it's like some sort of unwritten rule that you must have red, white, red, blue, white, blue, bold font in all political ads. Fair enough. But, again, like, all, a lot of the verbiage is about voting. Yeah. Because here we are in the last, like, seven days. Yes. So then Mike Pence, um, I guess somewhat similar to Kamala Harris, but so he is like 15.3 million spent over the last two years. She was at 7.6, but the Almost running double. campaigns, yeah. But he didn't run for president. True. And then in the last seven days, the um, ads on the Pence page has only spent $185,000. So like that is a drastic difference in paid campaign. And I don't want to read into that too much. I'm because re- I'm only not that type in, of podcast. Right. I was like, the only thing I was reading into it was that like, he is less the face of Donald Trump's campaign as much as Kamala Harris as Joe Biden's running mate is a like thing, like a thing they're latching on Yeah. Into. I mean, I'm sure that's very strategic. He's only, yeah. there's only 34 ads running on that page as opposed to the 2,800 ads that Donald Trump is running. Okay. But you can see all the way through on political ads, like how much somebody's spending. So like we're obviously applying this na- na- to a national stage, but like everyone, local, yeah. everyone on earth is getting ads from their local senators and congresswomen and all right. men and um, to go vote for them as well. So you can also kind of look on your local stage right. as well, because I know those are happening because I'm getting them on Hulu every other minute. As well. Sure. <laughs> well, and the reason that I brought this up is not to add like relevancy or just like going down the political tunnel that um, everybody's going down right now. It's that you can really use this Facebook page transparency tool, tool both as a business and as a consumer, but really doing that in like next level. Like there's no other tool in marketing or very, there's no other tool that's accurate enough in marketing for you to actually go crack open the hood of like what somebody's advertising strategy is and see every single ad that they're running, where they're putting their money. And now, right now, because politics has really been like at the forefront of everybody's conversation, go look. Like yeah. go look and see what pages are running political ads because I think you'd be surprised. Yeah, because it's not just the candidates right. either. But also it's an interesting strategy that this tool exists at all in my opinion because you can't go look at like what commercials and for what budget like pepsi is running right no you have to rely on like the research reports exactly and And you almost surveys pay for research reports and surveys like you have to go like find somebody to give those to you whereas like this has been given to the masses to kind of fact check brands and people and like people of power right to kind of i don't want to say level the playing field but transparency yeah it's in the name name. (laughs) should we so while we're in here instead of landing on like the politics side of things should we duel yeah let's duel go look up a brand look up a brand i won't lie i did etsy earlier because i know it's one of your favorite social (laughs) i love like go look at etsy just for 
I'm still bringing up the one we were looking at earlier, but that's cheating. Uh, I still like if go look at Etsy is like a really great inspiration account. Yeah, their um all their content, both like ads and not ads, is just chef's kiss. You know when you're like in you're on your mobile app, but when you're in this on the desktop version, it is now like the Google for advertiser. You can literally just like search ads by any advertiser name and it pops up. No, I did not. Some creepy stuff, man. I'm telling you. I'm trying to think of who to look up for this. This one's kind of boring, but okay. I'm just, the one that I was going to and the one that we looked at earlier <laughs> was like, I re- I genuinely wanted to know how many ads Kim Kardashian was running because she just launched Skims. And so I was like, I wonder if she's like really deploying, because again, you can look at Instagram on here, like right. a very heavy Instagram advertising campaign. None, you guys. She's not running any ads on Facebook, Instagram, Audience Network, Messenger, none. So That's- she's not a really good... Example, but I just, my mind was blown that she wasn't running any ads. Yeah, that's crazy to me just because she's kind of known to be the, like, social media tycoon of sorts. Like, that whole family is, like, very present. Right. Also, Kylie's not running any ads either. So this is really, like, I'm I'm, I'm going to have to jump ship on this <laughs> strategy. <laughs> You're going to have to go somewhere else. I'm trying to pick one right now that's, like, relevant to my feed, but it's a lot of e-commerce. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to pick one just because we have an upcoming episode kind of on this topic. I'm going to go to Ocean Spray. Okay. Because they just had a huge opportunity in this just massive virality that got them so many, like, I guess, earned ad dollars that they didn't have to pay for. So I just wanted to know if, like, they're running ads. They have a ton of pages, by the way. But they are running 84 ads. In the U.S., Taiwan, Colombia, Canada, Argentina, Spain, and the U.K. Okay. That's a lie. Those were the people who managed Manage. the page. <laughs> when you click on filter, they're only running ads in the U.S. Okay. I did Tentree, which is a brand of clothing mm-hmm. that I genuinely enjoy. I have a few things from that company. Um but I can see, which is interesting to me, that they've changed their name a few times because I think they've gone through a couple of rebrands Ooh. on, like, their logo. In, in only since, like, in the last 10 years, they've changed it from, like, 10 Space Tree to capital 10, capital tree, no space, and then lowercase 10, lowercase tree, no space. So, like, it minorly changed with each one of their, like, logo rebrands. They yeah. changed the Facebook so page. So, no, if you're going through a merger and you're taking over a page of a brand that has negative reputation, that people will be able to see that Correct. you changed a page and that was once your page name. Just saying. Yeah, that stuff doesn't, like everything on the internet, internet. <laughs> nothing dies. Nothing goes away. For sure. How many ads are they running? They are currently running 300 ads. Wow. Yeah, I say it's a very That's active. way more than Ocean Spray. So, it's a very active social company, and they have a, like, it's not an influencer strategy. It's, but it is, like, they've adopted in the last four months having people that would have, like, probably modeled for them because I've, like, seen them yeah. on their Instagram take photos in their own homes, like, selfies or like certain things in the clothes so content contributors really yeah we've got content contributors because like that's the world we're living in right now is that going to a photo shoot is not super covid friendly nice so i think that's really cool that we're seeing that kind of content and it 
work. I mean, I get it all the time because I shop at this brand more than I care to admit. Also, I'm making my Christmas list for my mom right now. But they're also doing what's interesting to me is they have very specific ads for men and very specific ads for women. Okay. Fashion industry. Yeah, there's step it, up. Yeah, it's not <laughs> there's no crossover here. And they don't, like that surprises me a little bit and like it's something I'm happy I know now because like go to the store and shop online cuz you're getting served ads specific to your gender probably. Right, but like I don't always shop specific to my gender. I know. That's what I'm saying. So Ocean Spray, all of these ads have been launched since the viral sensation. And uh, I did read that, like, their vibe has changed a lot. And they actually launched, like, a large campaign targeting, like, Hispanics and have changed the both verbiage in their content um, and also the visuals in their content. But they have a really cool vibe going right now. I would definitely use these for inspiration. Yeah. Not like the 90-year-old ocean spray. I mean, I feel like they've invested a lot in their advertising story over the last couple of years, but their social content's really cool, actually. Some, like, illustration and animation. It's really cool. Yeah. I had That's a bit, thumbs up. Which also is a different way to go about having content creation right, right. now. Is illustration and animation. Right. Cool. That's the page transparency tool and we could probably go for about five more hours and if you want to like sit next to us and be really creepy, we'll show you even more. But tell us once you go into this, like if your mind is blown and if you find something like share it with us. Yeah. Tell us what brands you looked at. Like I looked at a brand that I've been shopping at for years and realized that they have like very segmented like gender roles that I is like different than I thought it was. So like mind blown and like... In real time. Because <laughs> I did not cheat and look up beforehand. <laughs> I know. That really kind of failed, though. The, <laughs> like, we're running zero ads. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next time. Well, this is the outro. If you want to get the shortcuts from this episode or downloads from the past episodes, head to generationsocialmediapodcast.com. But don't let me stop you from just skipping on to the next episode. See ya.